Welcome to the Purity for Life podcast, episode 176. My name is Frank Honus. Recovery can be a really difficult journey for the person who's married to someone with a sexual addiction. This week, I talk with my wife Tracy about two specific things wives need most from their husbands as they walk in recovery. For more information on this podcast and other great content, visit pflhome.com. finally able to get my wife Tracy back on the podcast after 75 episodes think of give or take here one or two episodes episode 100 was her last uh, <laughs> appearance I'm a silent partner in this uh, investment here <laughs> silent partner yeah. she's the backbone behind purity for life is what you guys don't really know about um, Episode 100, right, was was the last episode you were on. Yes. We were on together. We're talking about we were talking about our marriage. We were talking about our story um, from from addiction, my story of, of addiction to recovery, and um, Tracy's role in that, and, and Tracy's really Tracy's journey along the way as well uh, throughout the last um, nine years, eight or nine years of recovery. So I uh, was finally able to get her back on the podcast and just kind of asked her the other day, put her on the spot and just said, Hey, will you do a podcast with me about honesty? And I think, you know, kind of centered around that topic of honesty, but really the core question that I wanted to ask her and I wanted us just to to talk a little bit about this week is, um, what is, what does a wife need most from her husband in recovery? Um, and I think, you know, I won't answer for her, but I think it was a little hard for her to boil it down to just one single thing because, uh, you know, wives need so much, spouses need a lot of support and they need a lot during recovery, whether that's their husband who's addicted or their wife who's addicted to, you know, to some kind of sexual addiction. So, um, Tracy, I'll let you take it away. <laughs> what, what does a wife need most from her husband when, when he's walking through recovery, when he's fresh out of addiction? Um, yeah, it, it is something that's a little challenging to boil down to just one thing if I were to just to try to pinpoint it. But um, what really came to my heart and mind was as far as what um, a wife or a spouse needs from uh, God or from our Heavenly Father through this process, even from ourselves through this process, the, the thing that came to my heart the most was um, hope. Um, I remember that being a huge thing probably let's see, nine, ten years ago when we were journeying through the beginning parts of this. Um, and even over the years as I've had the, the joy really, and sometimes challenge, but most of the time joy of chatting with other wives, um, who dealt with journeying through their husband through this. Um, that's the thing I try to emphasize the most is having that hope that God really is able to move in our lives and he really is able to bring restoration. Cause I feel like when we lose that, when you take hope out of the picture, that's when, um, whole entourage of other emotions can come in, um, desperation or despair. I mean, the list, the list goes on, um, fear. I mean, there's all kinds of things when our hope isn't positioned in him. And so, um, I'd say that's the greatest thing that's needed as far as from us and from our, our relationship with God. And when it comes to, from our spouse, um, transparency, uh, I don't really think I could think of anything that trumps that because, um, if there's that open line of communication and 
your spouse is being transparent with you about where they're at in the journey, um, whether they're doing well or whether they're struggling. At least you know where their heart is in the moment. You're not guessing, you're not um, questioning, your mind's not making up things. You're not allowing a fear to go ahead and govern your, your idea of what's happening because there's that transparency. The truth is being laid on the table. So um, if we sort of boil down the second one a little bit more with transparency, what, what would you say maybe some practical examples of transparency from a husband to a wife might be or might look like? Or maybe what, is it, what does it look like? What have you looked for in our marriage? Most of the time, I mean, this isn't always the case, but a lot of the times from um, conversations I've had with other spouses and people that we've journeyed through, it's often something where um, if there happens, it's something that's shared after the fact, or sometimes the wife is not even told about it till weeks or months later. Talking about like and a slip. It, yeah, whether like. it's a slip or even just the initial, you know, sharing that you have the struggle, you okay. know what I mean? Um, it's always something that it kind of feels like it was hidden from you. So it kind of feels like a double hit, if that makes sense. Like, okay, not only does this, this hurt me, um, that, you know, you're struggling with this and it, you know, all the feelings that come along with that, you know, self-esteem things and all that. But at the same time, feeling like it's something that was hidden from me. It's like a double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, where was I going with that? What did you ask me? <laughs> Practical examples of transparency. Yeah. So what I was what I was getting to is um, when your spouse volunteers information and you don't feel like you have to question or um, kind of dig it out or to kind of ask the questions yourself to them. They're coming to you and they're sharing. This is how I'm doing. And that's not always. Sometimes people think like, oh, I'm just supposed to report when I do something negative or bad or I have a slip or something like that. And it's not that at all. Um, some of the greatest ways that I felt um, built our trust and our transparency is when you would share with me the weeks you were doing great. You know what I mean? And you would just say, hey, I just want you to know I'm doing well. Um, my heart and my mind are focused. I'm in the word. Um, all those things. I think that made it having that consistency of transparency made the hard times a lot easier because yeah. I knew that there was going to be openness and it helps build that trust there, which that's the biggest thing that's broken when something like this is exposed. Right. And I think for just as for a quick tip for guys on, on this front is that I, I've met a lot of guys who and myself, even the very beginning and through the middle stages of recovery, even, even at the eight or nine year mark, we have to practice transparency as, as you know, as I don't want to make that sound so structured and like, you know, quote unquote scheduled, but in some ways guys, a lot of men have to really practice that transparency. They have to set aside a certain time. They have to build it into their calendar. They have to remember that it's, you know, at, at especially in, in the beginning and maybe even some way through year two, three, four or five. But, um, I think they're, and because practicing transparency builds in, I think, authentic transparency. I think it builds in natural right, transparency. Exactly. I think it comes naturally. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's a, it's a reminder for me and in year nine uh, to, to continue to practice transparency, even though there's sort of an unsaid uh, expectation or desire within my part to be honest and transparent. But, but oftentimes... 
I have to remind myself, hey, wait a second, have I checked in with Tracy? Have I told her how I'm doing, how I'm feeling? You know, because, you know, let's just be real, the, the pace of life, you know, your job, your, your work, your family, just things, you know, you, you don't have, it. you're not always intentional about having that conversation. So... Yeah, and I think it can become easy, especially as you journey through recovery, feeling like, okay, well, I'm doing great, so I, I really don't need to check in, or I really don't need to allow her to know I'm doing great, because I'm not struggling, but that's equally just as important. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it as a wives, maybe because we're, um, we tend to be very communication-driven, and we love communication, <laughs> and so just having that, that openness and that sharing, even just having and hearing, hey, I'm doing really great, um, it just goes a really long ways. Yeah. And, and when you're doing great, I mean, I think about our conversations, you know, there's sometimes just, there may be, it may be a five minute conversation. It may not be a 25 minute, you know, going through your sobriety, your recovery, you know, it could just be a quick check-in and that's okay. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with like how you describe, like making it routine in the beginning. I think it's almost yeah. something we have to do because... If not, it's easy to just allow the busyness to take hold. And um, it's almost like, you know, we kind of, we know every morning and night we brush our teeth. And sometimes in the middle of the day, it's probably because that routine was built into us so many years ago that we do it without thinking. And so it's very similar with this. Yeah. You know, you just have to build that routine till yeah. it gets to the place where you literally do it without thinking. Yeah. And your heart's desires change too. So exactly. Throughout the, yeah, you, you long for that same openness. Same oneness, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So last question on this topic, I guess, would be to summarize, as a couple grows, as a couple journeys together, as a husband becomes healthy and gets better and, you know, walks in purity, um, and, and, and the wife, and, you know, his, his wife equally gets better and, and starts healing does hope and transparency ever change throughout the course of their marriage is that always a constant um, I guess what I guess what I'm trying to get at is does, does what that look like hope and transparency does that uh, does that ever change in the, in the way and the method that that's delivered in communication and you know practice and behavior um, does that become stronger throughout the years? I guess, again, going back to our marriage, has that for you, has hope strengthened throughout the last nine years? Has it, um, you know, has, has the transparency strengthened throughout the last nine years? Um, does that look different? Does that always stay the same? How does that right. change for you or how has it changed for you or not changed for you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think the hope thing is something that that continues and it it grows into like how i mentioned it grows into like a deep trust like i don't have to i no longer have to tell myself to trust you you know what mm. i mean it's just something um that's developed it's something that i know it's something that i have confidence in where before i had to remind myself no i had to i guess dig down have that hope <laughs> you know no i need to trust i need to you know um I feel that confidence and that trust, and I have it, I don't know how do you say it, without thinking, without trying to, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, and the transparency, I mean, yes, I mean, I think, sometimes I think we are uh, extremely 
transparent to the point where some couples would probably laugh at us, but I mean, I like it. You know what I mean? It's good. It's, it's healthy for us. So definitely, definitely gross. Well, thank you so much, silent partner. <laughs> As you phrased it, she I'm phrased it kidding. silent part. She's really the backbone. She's, she's the I'm not backbone. that silent in real life. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Neither of us can be silent. Um, but Tracy is the backbone, I believe. She's a huge, huge part. That's why at a certain point in the last couple months, I decided it's not, this isn't just the Purity for Life podcast with my name on it. This is, I believe, and I'm, I'm believing and hoping that I can just kind of pull her in every once in a while just kind of surprise her because this is really a podcast for us for our marriage uh to help other couples um you know we have other other dreams and desires too in the future of you know putting out this message and putting out um you know coaching and marriage in different kinds of ways but um this is the the purity for life podcast and the ministry exists because it's based on not just my story, but it's based on our story as a couple who've gone from uh, a real, went from a real dark place to a real place of freedom and light and healing and hope and fullness. And um, so this is, this is equally her, this is equally her project and uh, her pet as well. Uh, (laughs) Then it is mine, even though there's, there's just, you know, there's different responsibilities there, but. Does that mean I can get a cat? Absolutely not. <laughs> no cats. I heard you say the word pet. I thought, well, now's a good time to squeeze it in. No, yeah, you know, no cats. See, Addie, our daughter can. Please don't let Addie listen to this ever. Or Nate. No cats. No I heard. Dogs. I heard you tell Addie one day that you would get her a kitty. I mean, I think she was cuddled up in your lap, and you said, think, "I'll get you whatever you want." Sweetheart. I think that was a lie. That oh. I, repent, I think that was a lie. I need to. Rep- I need to repent of that. I think I repented of that already, but. You guys don't ever lie to your kids, do you? Ever, right? So, no pets. So you heard the message: transparency, hope, and no pets on oh the Purity goodness. for Life podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this little mobile chat of ours. Um, thank you, honey, for kind of being put on the spot here and and uh, blessing us with your thoughts and your perspective on on purity. Pray that you guys have a great, great uh, week and uh, that you head on over to the website, pflhome.com, which has all of our resources and and podcasts and um, just a lot of good help, I think, for for couples, for individuals, uh, for men, for women who are dealing with sexual addiction. Um, pflhome.com is the place to go. So I'm going to keep practicing hope. Hope for a pet. Hope for a pet, for a cat, <laughs> more specifically. My allergies will pray that there's never one in our home. So you guys have a great week. God bless. God bless.